0: Listen to Mark and the interval when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. I'll tell you what, this is Shark Week, right? Right, absolutely. Uh, We're going to talk to a guy that actually got bitten by a shark uh, yes. in Florida. It was it a couple of weeks ago?
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk to him this morning, but yeah. I'll, I'll bet the sharks are getting very angry because Why? They're, well, their spotlight is being hogged by the lowliest of sea creatures, the goldfish. <laughs> as, in pe- as in pepper <laughs> farm goldfish why what well, did you didn't see that the goldfish have salmonella there's like four oh, four, right, four yeah, varieties yeah. of goldfish that are being recalled that you should not be eating. By right, the way, right? Sure. Um, so sharks are upset about that. Sharks are sharks are very upset about that. They're like, hey, of all weeks, right. Of all weeks to get salmonella, you pick shark week. Thanks a lot. By
0: the way, the salmon are over here going. But it's salmon. It's salmonella. <laughs> Hell, come on. <laughs> a little respect. No, there's uh, <clears throat> there's trouble brewing in the ocean. I'm there's sure. a lot. Of- I'm sure there is. Yes. What is? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it seriously no no, no, no. there's definitely yeah, it's happening. There is trouble bro <clears throat> i imagine <laughs> there is unrest in the ocean that the sharks would like to squish shark week's thunder's being stolen by some food poison goldfish
1: <laughs> okay. right nice uh nice joke there yeah, yeah three people you. three people got that joke What? Yeah. come on it's a rush song none of them are women
0: oh come on <laughs>
1: All right, listen, here are the facts you need to know. Okay, sure. Here are the uh, the varieties of Goldfish that are tainted with salmonella. You've got uh, Could you use another term, please? Goldfish baked with whole grain extra cheddar. Okay. Goldfish mix extra cheddar and pretzel. All right. You've also got the two flavor blasted varieties, flavor blasted extra cheddar <laughs> and flavor blasted sour cream
0: and onion. So those are your varieties of Goldfish. So, so if you eat those, you'll have a flavor blasted Toilet bowl is what you'll have. <laughs> Unless, of course, you don't make it to the toilet. Then you'll have flavored blaster. Flavored blasted underwear. Okay. That's that's
1: what will happen That's, there. uh, those. <laughs> you know what the problem is? What? Not enough people just sticking with the original goldfish, which is kick ass.
0: Uh, you don't need anything more than the original goldfish. Uh, nah, uh you know, I, I, I was a big fan of the pizza fish myself. Okay, the pizza fish is pizza goldfish. All right, goldfish. Yeah,
1: I understand that. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, pretty
0: good because those appear in nature. Yes, they do. Pizza
1: flavored goldfish. Yeah, well, see see that I only like the natural stuff. Goldfish. (laughs) Goldfish are normal. They're natural. They occur
0: naturally. Yeah, the pizza flavored goldfish explains why the cat is always dipping into the fish bowl. There, everyone loves pizza.
1: You some fake news with some alternative facts, a little bit of love, a little bit of water, a little bit of flour. We mix them all up, and you get fake
0: facts. Now, love and flour—do they go together, or is that sort of a... sometimes? Yeah, oh. Oh. <laughs> you know that old joke. Oh yeah. Alrighty then. Everything you're about to hear is fabricated from the uh, minds of Mark and the Interpol, or sometimes our audience. Yes. With the news that many varieties of goldfish snack crackers have
1: salmonella poisoning, Pepperidge Farm is recommending that people dispose of their goldfish, of course, in the traditional way by flushing them down, down the, the toilet. toilet. Right, of course, sure.
0: In Seattle, in an effort to raise the self-esteem of drug dealers, they will now be referred to as unregulated pharmacists. Okay. Yes, thank you, All Alan. Right. For, thank you, Alan Griggs, for that one. Nice. Nice job. While trapped in the cave.
1: Oh boy! The Thailand boys' soccer team kept their spirits up by singing
0: "The Tide Is High" by Blondie. <laughs> Jesus man! Astronomers prefer their work through lunchtime because at lunchtime they can have a hamburger, which is also you know a nice little sandwich provided by cows. And during their work, they spot shooting stars, which is a little meteor.
1: Oh, jeez! All right. <laughs> 6.30 with Mark and Neanderthal. You know, I just saw something on the monitor in here. We got the news running. And I saw this yesterday online. We should probably talk about this. Uh, the Tour de France is going on. <laughs> and... Quick, name a Tour de France rider right now. Yeah, him. Yeah. Bill? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jean-Louis Flapeur. Yeah, right. <laughs> Felipe. Somebody. <laughs> Some guy went flying over this little stone wall. You know, they're running through these through these little villages and, right, and yeah. things like that. He lost control of his bike. He's <laughs> fine, but I mean he went flying. Right, yeah. He hit the wall and just went straight over it. Right. But uh yeah. If you ever had a, a mishap on your bicycle, you know it, it's it's not always fun. Well, and we all have had mishaps on our bikes. Well,
0: see remember, you and I both are old enough to come from the generation before the gooseneck pad. <laughs> Remember that? The gooseneck is what your handle what your handlebars are connected to. Yes. And everybody knows you try to you know, the first time you try to go up a curb and you don't lift that wheel up high enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so mixed nuts yeah, is the what n- happens
1: n- there. Number is four eight oh four seven oh KSLX. I was just uh just looking at some of the stuff, you know, uh, you've got the greatest bike riders in the world right now. Bicycle, I should say, in the the Tour de France that is going on. I believe that is the Tour of France. Exactly. Yes. But there's... It's funny, even with the greatest in the world, there's still these crazy things that go on. Um, There was the... I think a couple of days ago, one of the riders was suspended from the race for punching another rider while they were cycling. You know, in hockey, they just have to sit on the side of the road for five minutes. Five minutes in the box is all you need. Yep. Um, Yesterday, they had to stop the race for like a half hour... Because police accidentally shot tear gas into the peloton, which is the... That's the pack, basically, of riders. Okay, they were they were trying to get rid of these farmers who were out on the road protesting some sort of taxation, and they shot the tear gas at them. The wind caught it and blew it right into all the riders, so yep. they all had to pull over. Beautiful. Um, but we were just talking about the guy who flew over that little brick wall, uh, little stone, co- you know, cobblestone wall. It, even when you're one of the greatest bicyclists in the world, right. you still have the normal stuff happen. That happens to all of
0: us when we ride bicycles. No, I think, I think, uh, I right. true or false, yeah. you, when you were a kid, took your bicycle and made a ramp in front of the house using um, uh, milk crates. And a piece of plywood. We would do that. Of course you would. We would
1: also, you know, um, you ride on the sidewalk right. and then you come up on a driveway and you use the, you know, either side, yeah, either side of the driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing, sure. That was your ramp. You got the right. wheelie off that thing, right? And if you didn't hit it correctly, if you know you were a little to the left and you and you part of the bike dropped down into the street, then yep. your then your pedal would hit the edge of the sidewalk and you'd right. go flying. Yeah, there's kinds no of ways to have that happen.
0: There's no graceful way to have a bicycle accident. I mean, there's no such thing as a graceful bike. You've never seen it happen. And like, you know, like, like there was something artistic about watching Evil Knievel eat it on a motorcycle because you're like, wow, he was on a motorcycle and he was trying to jump 28 buses. I get it. That's probably there's some there's some honor in that. But you wipe out on a bicycle. <laughs> there's just no way to, to come out of that good. I mean, I mean, there was one incident where that did happen. Really? Yeah. There was Which one, was it? And you remember that when you were a kid? Like <laughs>
1: oh, yeah.
0: You're just cycling along. Yeah. <laughs> enjoying yep. the day. All you've the
1: wrong way. oh I meant to do that.
0: Right. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> how you get out of it. I? I, I meant, meant to, to do, do that. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, the, the, I think one of the last times I rode a bicycle, we were in San Diego. We rented a house, and uh, it was on Mission Beach, and they had bicycles there. Right. So we were like, oh, this is great. We rode all day. It was beautiful fantastic weather we just rode up and down the ocean walk saying hi to people seeing things it was fantastic right put the bikes away enjoyed a nice dinner mm-hmm. went to bed that night right woke up the next day i couldn't walk why uh i believe the latin term is taintosaurus oh it was unbelievable so you had the wrong the, How, seat, the seat height was wrong i I don't know what the problem was because it didn't hurt at all while we were doing it, mm-hmm. but it was killing me the next day. I had
0: ice it all day. That, you know, so you swollen prostate? <laughs> <laughs> what you got going on there? I guess that's what it was, but yeah. it was terrible. Your wife doesn't seem to have this complaint. <laughs> I don't see. <laughs> it was very bad, but
1: yeah. um, we, you know, we, listen. If you, we've all had the bike mishaps, you've had one, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, I've, I've wiped out uh, multiple times. Like I told you, hitting the family jewels on the on the gooseneck. Uh, 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 one of the, the worst one that I had was I was pedaling like hard. Pedaling. This is when I realized I was going to be. A little bit of a large human being. It was when I snapped a pedal while riding. You know, you're riding and you're riding hard and you're pushing hard, and one of the pedals snaps and breaks, yes. and your shin hits the side of the frame of the bike. Yeah. Oh, it's over. And then your leg goes down, and you you know, you you look like evil Knievel coming down that ramp. You do you do the, the tumble.
1: When we were kids, they didn't have the the little things that you put your feet in. You just stood on
0: the pedals. Right. Yeah. And they were rat trap pedals. They were the they were the metal pedals that had the little the steel grill yeah. on them. Yeah. So you took one of those in the shin. It hurt. Yes. It, it looked did. like you had got attacked by a shark. Or
1: you slipped off of it you took it not only in the back of the calf right but then that would stop the
0: bike you go flying over the handlebars or you get it in the you get hit in the achilles tendon like the back of your heel 480 oh, that sucked 480 <laughs> which is why when you get past a certain age you no longer ride bicycles because you realize what you <laughs> or, can do to yourself or
1: when you, re- you realize you know i think i actually do need a helmet yeah 480 <laughs> 470 kslx mark and neanderpol in the morning <laughs>
2: I was about 13, and I made a ramp out of the old wash, side of a washing machine and a broken wagon, and I was jumping <laughs> my toy trucks. My sister got in front of it, and I still hit her in the head, and I still cleared my toy truck. Good for well,
1: you. That's because you built the ramp out of the proper materials. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep.
0: Thanks for calling. The trajectory was perfect. Yeah, yes. Thanks for checking in, buddy. This is why we take geometry when we're kids.
1: <laughs>
2: hey, it's Mark and in You had a bike story for us? Yeah, the worst one was I hit a parked car. I was uh, racing a car down the road on a 10-speed. I was going full blast, and I slammed right into the back of a parked car. Because
1: you were checking behind you to see if, you know, see if things were safe.
2: <laughs> uh was actually uh, checking to see if I was beating the car. Yeah. And were you? Yeah, I had to be rushed to the hospital. (laughs) Stitches everywhere.
0: Well, that showed him.
2: I think I won!
1: Yes, you did come out the winner. Yeah, you certainly won. You
0: are, if we could determine which one of the participants was in fact a, quote, winner, it was you. (laughs) It was you.
2: <laughs> it was
1: okay. alright I think we actually lost um, him there alright well I just hope he's ok I hope he didn't hit a parked car <laughs> for god's <laughs> sakes well you should always check your mirrors
0: That's in right. a situation like that if you're racing a car uh,
1: yeah if you, you know we were just talking about Tour de France so if you've got some bicycle mishaps by all means uh, it's a universal thing it really is if how, about, you,
0: how about losing your chain while you're riding and you oh don't have any God, brakes you, you don't yeah. have any brakes you're screwed Or you look for the softest landing point you can find get your pants caught in the chain Yep, that was a common the time. one too well, did you ever get your pants caught in the chain and then just try to crank the chain all the way through so that the pants would come out on the other end? Well, you'd go backwards. That was the thing. you try well, to go backwards. You ha- if you had one of those bikes that didn't have a foot brake, yeah. Yeah, that's you true. You could do that. If not, you had to try to power yes, through it
1: yeah. and you ripped your tough skins. Uh, I'm trying to think of the methodology. Now you'd
0: have to take the chain off. Yeah, you, know, you always have to take the chain, chain off. Which yeah. then, getting the chain back on is yep. always kind of a hit and miss proposition. <laughs> yeah, well, if you knew how to do it, you were fine. And then, but Unless, of course, it was a 10 speed, then you had that derailleur situation and that was never good. Yeah. You skip a gear, like you flip a gear and you You skip a gear and your knees hit the sand. Oh, boy. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's always a nightmare.
1: 100.7 KSLX. Need some surfing music, please. Surfing Surfing music, music, please. Uh,
0: How about this? This should work pretty good for you. That'll do.
1: Why? Yeah. All right. Let's talk to Dustin Theobald. He is a he's a surfer dude from down in Florida. Thirty year old guy he was at the beach about two weeks ago with his son, six year old son. And uh, Dustin was on a
0: surfboard, like just a few feet of water, and got bit by a shark. Oh, well. Just a few feet of water. That's, you know... And you have think about it. So, so, thankfully, it wasn't a big shark. No, it's about four foot long. All right, that's still, that's still big enough to do some damage. Oh, it'll take a nap.
1: All
2: right, there you go. <laughs> so, Dustin, we can assume this is the the worst injury you've ever had? Um, Yes, by far. I've never broken a bone, never... I've had stitches before, you know, I, I'm on business of handyman, so I've caught the occasional razor blade to the hand or something like that, but I've never never had anything this extensive.
0: Well, being in Florida, is shark an issue? You know, do you guys think about sharks on a regular basis when you jump into the ocean?
2: The county I live in has had four shark attacks recorded in the last 135 years. And then I was number five and there was a boy down from me, which I have hardly any information on, and he was number six. And that happened within minutes of each other. What kind of shark was it? Uh, You know, to be honest, I, I don't remember seeing much. I remember the feel more than anything, the pressure on my foot and reaching back and I, I instantly just put my hand on his head without seeing you, you just kind of instinctively grab for whatever grabbing you did you punch him like they tell you to punch him in the nose oh man it happened so fast i couldn't think that fast i just reached my hand back there i basically palmed his head like you would a basketball I put my head in my hand right over the top of his head like kind of where his eyes are and when i did that he let go did you hear the deep note of a cello at all before it happened uh, yeah, and a little bit of bass in the background. Yeah, I imagine yeah, that, that's what we hear as one of the
0: warning signs of an impending shark attack.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's all true. Now, will this stop you from from surfing in the future, or will you go right back out and do it? Um, I have, you know, I have an eight year old son, and I feel like it's it's part of my responsibility to set the tone for him. You know, no matter what you do, you're going to get hurt, you're going to fall, you're going to something's going to happen, and I feel like I'm kind of I'm obligated to get back out there.
1: Uh, it's a weird question, but. If, if you had to get bit by a shark, is there a place on your body where you would have preferred to get bit instead of down around the feet like
2: you did? Oh, man, I would have to say probably my arm or my hand or something like that. You know, the, the foot's really demoralizing. I can't drive. I can't walk. I can't help people. You know, I, like I said, I have my own business as a handyman. I'm, I'm self-employed. I'm used to being Mr. Independent. I do everything myself. Oh, Are You said that the, so. shark,
0: the shark biting you in the foot
2: is demoralizing? Yeah, because I'm not able to walk. I'm not able to drive. I'm I'm, I'm helpless. Sharks are so rude. I know. Like he, you had one job. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just to eat, yeah. All
1: right, Dustin, you have a have a great day and good luck with that. Hopefully, you got all the sand out of that cut there. Oh my God, it was bad. Yep, all good, all clear. All right. That's Dustin from Florida. Just got bit by a shark. You know the irony is, it, it was a nurse shark.
0: Well, the good news is that could you know that that nurse shark could tend to the wounds after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, unfortunately, it, can't stitch them up. Though. Only a nurse practitioner can do that. <laughs> and of course, if it's a mako shark. They make it up to you by painting your car, right? Yeah. So, so there's that. Cool. Yeah. Well, and then now we're starting to get into the different breeds of sharks that, that are out there. You know, <laughs> yes, there are many yeah, of them. Yeah, the great white shark is obviously the big, the big predator one. We'll talk probably more about that as Shark Week moves on. You
1: know, it's, it's funny. Like recorded music is kind of like an internet comment. It's always out there. Yeah. You know, it's not, whatever... Yeah, it's a document of a time. Whatever state of mind you were in at the time... Right. ...that is documented for all to see for
0: all time. And sometimes people make a, a statement, you know, in their music that uh, they're now defined by for the rest of their career. They never get a chance to get out of it. That happens on the internet, too. Yeah. People say do and say stupid things, and then years later, it comes back to haunt you. I think, you know, those of us
1: who've seen the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, I've, I've only seen bits and pieces of them, but they seem like fun. Yeah. I, you know, everybody likes that kind of movie for guess, the most yeah. part. The guy... Who Directed him James Gunn got fired by Disney because some old tweets of his or some old social media posts resurfaced, and it had him making jokes about pedophilia and rape and things like that yeah he wasn't he wasn't advocating them let's let's be clear about it that. He's just mocking but it and joking about it and making light of it. There are jokes that we make in private to you know to right, good to good right. friends and things like that that yeah. we would never put online. He put those kind of jokes online and, and it got him fired. You know, like 10 years later. I think this yeah, was like yeah, 10 yeah. to 12 is, years ago long however long time ago. it was. Before
0: anybody like again if you'd ask me a week ago who James Gunn is, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I don't I, wouldn't know who, tell I don't know you. who directed know the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. I am Groot and I still don't know who is. <laughs> right exactly. The movie. I am trying to figure out what's what up with the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, the, the guy that directed it. Does that make all the difference in the world? Who knows? But he's no longer going to do it, and now there's yeah. a whole bunch of people, including some stars of the movie, that have stepped up and said, "Hey, you know, uh, he shouldn't have been fired for it." Dave Bautista, who plays one of the big, you know, aliens in the he's movie, he's the muscle guy. Yeah, he uh, he says, "Hey, this is this is wrong. He shouldn't be fired." You know, who stepped out of the woodwork on this one? Yeah, Roseanne, and, and may actually yeah. have a point. Now, that having been said, keep in mind, Roseanne was fired by ABC. Uh, James Gunn was fired by Disney, same company exactly yeah, they're the same company, so at least they're across the board they're being uh, they're being universal in their in their condemnation yeah. and their response to these things if you act in this way that goes against their corporate policy they're right. going to cut you loose. however, there have been a whole bunch of celebrities that have stepped up and said, hey it's okay that James Gunn not okay it's forgivable that James Gunn makes these jokes advocating rape and, and pedophilia and, and all these things that making light of it it's not okay that Roseanne made the comments that she made which were racist is the nature and, and that, Roseanne wants to know why why him and not me yeah
1: and we won't have that debate because that'll that'll descend very quickly that will right. th- that will unravel very quickly into uh libs versus conservatives right exactly and we're, and we're not and po- interested yeah. in that but it, it's, it, it is an interesting story and you know you know how much do you forgive and and who do you who do you who do you stand up for and who do you condemn
0: and, you know, and it's interesting the people that are coming out of the woodwork. Right, we mentioned Dave Batista, but uh, you know who else has stepped up is Bobcat Goldthwaite. I did see that. Who's actually? He's been in Disney movies. He was uh, Pain in the Hercules movie. Remember?
1: Coming
2: your most lugubriousness, your most
0: lugubriousness.
1: Yeah, he was. He was Pain of Pain and Panic in that Disney movie. That's like late
0: '90s. It was the right. animated movie. Yeah, right. it was good. Yeah, he's. I, uh, I saw many of those movies back in the day. Yeah. Apparently, they. You know, his voice has been licensed as part of his contract with Disney to be used at Disneyland as part of a ride. If they have a, like a, a Hercules-themed ride. I would assume so, yeah. yeah. So he he now has called Disney and said, look, uh, if you're going to fire James Gunn, I want my voice pulled off this attraction. <laughs> and by the way, let's just let that phrase ruminate for a <laughs> yes. second. Bob Vol- Bobcat Goldthwait's voice and attraction yeah. being used I, in the same If sentence. I were the
1: guy from Disney, I'd be like, you're looking to have your voice on anything. It's like the right. most annoying thing ever. Yeah, can you imagine, imagine that phone call? Yeah, he makes really. the phone
0: call, hello, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to speak to the guy in charge. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I like your flatulating butt head, and I want you to ruin my voice. Exactly. That's annoying. By the way, who's more annoying? All right, I'm going to give you the, the list of '80s comedians with annoying voices: uh, Bob Goldthwaite, Gilbert Gottfried, Emo Phillips, or Judy Tenuta. <laughs> Who has the most annoying
1: voice of all of them? Again, my choice would be uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Everything about him to me was distasteful. But...
0: Have, have you noticed that yeah. all of them have screwed up? All, yeah, of, them, all yeah, of them have exactly. made stupid. Yeah. Know, Gottfried and, and yeah, Bob yeah. Goldthwaite. You know, they've yeah. all made they've all made some stupid statements. No, huh? yeah. yeah.
1: no, that's a question yeah. for the ages as to who has the most annoying
0: voice and one there. that nobody is interested in answering. Yep. Yep. Mark and Neanderthal in the morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal with a free KSLX app. One hundred
3: point seven KSLX. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund, so there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses, so don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.